This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. It appears Russian President Vladimir Putin has tired of waiting for relations to improve with the U.S., announcing he will curtail American staff at diplomatic posts. Sean Guillory is University of Pittsburgh Center for Russian and East European Studies. He joins us today. Hello, Sean. Hello. Maybe just to give me a little bit of background here. What was Russian President Vladimir Putin's decision that we had this week when it came to staff at the American embassies? Well, he decided to demand the cut of um, staff at the embassy down to 755, which pretty much matches what the staff is of the Russian embassy here in the United States. And he did this because they felt that they needed to do some response to the Congress passing sanctions and and kind of placing this on Trump's lap. And then give me a little bit more detail on the sanctions, that bill that was signed, as far as how deep those sanctions go, because, of course, we've had the sanctions going on for a number of years uh, against Russia. So what have we seen in this latest move from the U.S.? Well, what makes this more more significant and and worrying for Moscow, but also interestingly worried for some of the countries in the EU, is that essentially might interfere and place sanctions on the construction of two gas lines, one in the north and one one through the North Sea and one in the south through the Black Sea. And for example, a Turkish company is doing is contracting some of the labor for the pipeline in the south. I believe there's a German company and a Dutch company that are involved in the North Stream gas pipeline. And um, and so even when this, these sanctions were announced, even EU officials were saying, and they're still saying that they might come with, with some retaliation or some some response themselves. I just don't know what that is. These sanctions then, are they in response to the continued reports of Russia meddling with the U.S. election? Yeah, I think I think it definitely is. And, you know, it also comes to the fact that there is a a desire amongst a lot of politicians in Washington and also, I think, people in the media and pundits for the United States to do something, to do something far more effective than what Barack Obama did in expelling 35 diplomats and seizing two compounds uh, in, in December. I mean, in December. So. I think there is this urge, and and from my perspective, it's it's a bit unfortunate and, un- and and because it puts not just Trump in a difficult position in trying to do a rapprochement with Russia. It, I think it also will hamstring future presidents in trying to approach Russia. I mean, the problem is is that you have to think about this long term. Putin is going to face re-election in 2018 uh, by all intents, and he's going to do it. And he's going to be around for six years. So, you know, by by Congress kind of getting involved with American foreign policy, it does put a lot of restrictions and flex. it ruins a lot of flexibility any president would have. What does this mean, though, for President Trump, who has tried to promote relations with Russia? What does this mean for Trump and how he is viewed not only in his country, but maybe globally? Well, I mean, I think it, it showed that he's completely boxed in in terms of any Russia policy he may have had or dreamed. Um, it's difficult to say because, you know, outside of saying kind of nice things about Putin, what that policy would entail has never really been articulated. 
So it's and then of course you know you can articulate a policy, but then when you start negotiating with the Russians, something else might come out of it. But nonetheless, I think basically, and I think the Russians see this too. The Russians were really hopeful for some sort of like cooling of relations, but they the way they see things, and I think they're correct on this, is that the political climate in the United States has pretty much prevented Trump from having any maneuverability. Now, the irony there is it's also conditions in which the Russian government created itself by by uh, interfering in American elections. So then where do we go from here? Because at this point, it is Putin curtailing staff uh, at diplomatic posts. But do we see Russia ratcheting that up? Well, the thing about that is that's quite interesting is that the vast majority of people who will be cut from the U.S. embassy in Moscow are actually Russians who work in the embassy to provide translations and other you know, jobs within the embassy. So it, the thing is, is that it seems that the majority of people who actually be really hurt by this are the people, Russians, who work in the embassy. <laughs> so um, it, 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 it will be interesting to see because he gave it, he said by September 1st, and a lot of things can happen between then, now and then. So I think we have to see how things unfold. Yeah, things do happen quickly in the White House, it seems. All right, Sean, thanks so much. (laughs) Thanks so much for your insight. You're welcome. Sean Guillory, Center for Russian and East European Studies at the University of Pittsburgh. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.